Well, some of you may think that if Susie Bright's going to do something about the worst in sex, I'm going to parade out all the the kind of crappy books and banal porn movies and, and silly sex toys that didn't work. And I could do that. I, I have done that in the past. And if you haven't learned by now that the Benoit balls don't work, I guess I could just repeat it one more time. But when I'm talking about the worst in sex, I'm going global this time. I mean, I'm talking big. I'm talking about the things that are going to have a much bigger effect on you than a boring porn movie or an inadequate vibrator. We're going to get right to the heart of the matter, and I'd like to start with the fact that this past month was World AIDS Day. It was at the beginning of of December. And, you know, World AIDS Day is, you know, one of those sort of PR days where people try to create some consciousness about what's going on with this terrible disease that is still incurable and is, you know, sweeping the globe. And very often there's some new science to report and there's been some really intriguing and eye-opening studies coming from Africa where, of course, the epidemic is worse than any place else. And I think although Americans, and I'm including myself in the, you know, in the group, I'm not trying to set myself apart, whenever we hear news from Africa, you know, there's a, a fascination with it, but there's also kind of, yeah, isn't that kind of like Mars? I mean, you know, deepest, darkest, faraway Africa, that continent that's way, 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 way over there, and they don't have very many McDonald's, and uh, who knows what the indoor plumbing situation is in the darkest Congo. You know, like we, we tend to kind of say they're so different from us, and they are. I mean, you know, whenever somebody who lives in a a first world, you know, highly industrialized society looks at a, a place where there's lots of countries that don't have as much and that are far behind technologically or in terms of how people run their civilization. We often make those kind of comparisons. But I think this time I found myself being drawn in in a way where I, I even though I usually resist those first world, third world comparisons, this time it just shattered for me completely shattered, and I'll tell you why. I was listening to uh, a radio show called Democracy Now!, and they decided to interview, it's a news and interview program, and they interviewed a guy named Stephen Lewis, who is the United Nations Special Envoy for HIV and AIDS in Africa. He's the former Canadian ambassador to the UN and a former UNICEF official. And he gets interviewed by the Democracy Now! folks, and this is what he had to say. I'm going to read you an excerpt from the transcript. He says, well, the global picture is very depressing. The report we just got in November, uh, the update indicates that it is women in particular who are vulnerable. They are incredibly disproportionately vulnerable. They are vulnerable physiologically and they are more vulnerable because of gender inequality, because of cultural inequality. Now, we know that 57% of all infections in Africa are women. And in the age group between 15 and 24, where there are over 6 million people infected, 75% of these are young women and girls. It's appalling. We are depopulating parts of the continent of its women. We are using language like women are an endangered species in certain countries, and it's objectively true. I'm just going to pause there for a minute, because when he said that, I, I knew he wasn't just making, you know, being a drama queen. <laughs> what he's saying is serious. 
the inability of women to refuse sexual overtures, to insist that a man wear a condom, to negotiate safe sex, the destructive power relations around sexuality in areas of gender inequality are dooming women in huge numbers. And there is no infrastructure, legal construct, which says that women have property rights or inheritance rights. There are no tough laws against sexual violence and rape. Because when societies are falling apart, there's a lot of sexual violence that spreads the virus as well. The virus spread in significant measure is from predatory male sexual behavior. And we are trying around the world to shore up these women's rights activists in Africa who are trying to empower women and inch our way towards gender equality. That is the only way to break the back of the pandemic because women carry the burden of the cure. They do all the work 